listening to a Vita Foods Insights podcast with Jade Mitchell Ross. Part of the Vita Foods Insights series on Healthy Insider and brought to you by Vita Foods. And welcome to the Vita Foods Insights podcast. I'm Jane Mitchell Ross, joined by uh, Matt Johansson, CEO of Acker Biomarine. Matt, welcome. Um, thank you. Hello. So let's dive right in with the million dollar question Why won't people just get enough omega 3s? Yeah, I think it's come up. I mean, part of the challenge, I think, is that people are aware of the benefits of omega 3, but they're not aware of the content of omega 3 in the food they eat. So typically people think they're getting a lot of omega-3s in their diet, but they're actually not. And that has to do with the type of foods that we're being served. I mean, fatty fish is the most important source to to omega-3 today. It's kind of hard to get in some places. It's expensive. Uh, People don't like the taste. So I think it's a combination of many things that actually end up with a situation where people actually don't get enough omega-3s. Do you think part of the problem as well is that people here, they have to have fish, so then they eat non-fatty fish, not realizing that there are specific types they need to be getting enough of? Yeah, I think that's a very good point. I mean, you, there's huge differences with omega-3 content and different types of fish. And I think most people think that fish is fish. So if I eat fish fingers, for instance, mm. I get my omega-3s, but actually there's close to non-omega-3 in fish fingers. So I, I think broken that's my a, heart. A yeah. <laughs> No, so so I saw the result. Go on. Yeah, so there's a lot of education needed uh, in this field. Well, is it the same thing? Like, there's all these government initiatives, especially in the UK, they really force the five fruits and vegetables a day down your neck. Why is, do you think the scope for a government initiative getting you to eat enough fish? Is that where education could come in handy? Yeah, I mean, I think, and I think here in Norway, for instance, they, they, they push that a lot, and you will see that in the omega-3 indexes of the Norwegian population, it's much higher. Uh, but I think it, it depends also about what, what type of fish you're offered. So here in Norway, we have a lot of fatty fish, so naturally get high omega-3s. I think it's maybe more complicated in other countries, because, it, again, it depends what type of fish you eat. So I don't think it's kind of like an easy solution to this, other than trying to kind of get a movement, a better understanding by people that omega-3 is important. I maybe should test my omega-3 levels and pay attention to it, just like you pay attention to other, you know, indexes that you measure when you go to the doctor. So you had a survey recently that was uh, people in the US and in Germany and the number that so it was 98% of those people surveyed didn't have a high enough omega-3 level that's quite shocking yeah it is and actually and, and I think the other part of it is that uh, 98% don't have enough but a lot of them actually think they have enough so the problem is that they're in the blind they don't know and they might think they're doing the right thing but they're actually not and that's part of the story of the video that Akabaya Marines released all about Maria can you tell us some more about that yeah, and it's kind of, so it kind of started a little bit before that, because what we really believe is the solution to all this problem is to start measuring your omega-3 index, to actually measure and see what level you are, you are at, and then you will actually change your diet so that you can actually start fulfilling those gaps. So it kind of starts with on many layers to kind of do this work. It starts with us also talking to the doctors out there and having them understand them and test their own omega-3 index and kind of think that this is a good way uh, to, to guide their patients and then and, and you know that can be 
timely, it takes a long time before you actually something happens. So we also wanted to look at kind of, let's say, the grassroots to try to get the people to ask for it. And that's why we try to build this, you know, very much emotional video, you know, rather than kind of a fact-based kind of call movie. We wanted to do something that touches people's emotions because we believe that it's when you touch people's emotion, you can really drive action. So that was kind of the, the, the thought behind that video. I think you've really succeeded there. It's very touching and it's it's a really sweet way of getting people to pay attention to something that I, I suppose a lot of people don't actually think about. Um, mm. I mean, it's certainly a nicer way of doing it than a very scary, impersonal, well, Omega-3 level report that comes through the, into your inbox on a Monday morning at work. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but then and then when you come to the point you already tested your Omega-3 index, then then you're already there. So the, the problem is how do you actually get people to care enough about it so they're willing to do something? Uh, and, and that's actually where we think we have to play with the emotions. And, and using that example, you know, with a personal trainer there, you know, people that you actually might think are the most healthy turn out that, you know, they also have just as big problems with omega-3 levels uh, as others. And as you know, there, there's lots of science now actually correlating the omega-3 index with, with the health outcomes, you know, even death. So, so there's a recent study here with, with elder women showing that there's a 30% lower all-cause death rate for those that have high omega-3 levels compared to those that have low. So it's starting to get some really interesting data backing why omega-3 index is important. And now we just need to make people aware of where they're at so they can do the right things in their lives to be healthy. And just because I feel like we can never understate the risk a low omega-3 level presents, what are some of the problems associated with a clinically low index? I mean, there, there are many things, but, but I mean, uh, the, the obvious one that most people know about is the cardiovascular uh, and the risk of cardiovascular disease. And actually, the risk of getting um, a heart attack is 10 times higher if you have a low omega-3 index compared to a high omega-3 index. But the omega-3 are so vital for many functions of the body. So even if, let's say, there's most science on heart health, and, and that's where kind of um, the product's been positioned in the market, the omega-3 play a vital uh, role in all functions of our body because they are the layers in all the cells, in the membrane or all our cells. So they are critical for a proper brain function basically turn off all the inflammation. So basically when, when your uh, immune system reacts to something that is wrong in your body, the omega-3s are the, the, uh, the ones that actually turn that inflammation down. And uh, there's a lot of problem both for people and animals today that actually because of your diet, you don't have enough omega-3s and you can't turn down the inflammation. That's why you're sick more, you get problems with your joints, with your, with your heart and your brain and so on. Animal omega-3 levels isn't something I'd ever considered. Just as relevant for your dog. <laughs> and and we, we've been testing that as well. And it's actually uh, even more so because they have very little omega-3s in their diet. But naturally they would, you know, when they were wild living in the forest. You know, they, there was a different diet than what you buy to them in the store today. So actually when we measure the omega-3 index um, in dogs, the, the difference is, I mean, they are really low. And by supplementing them, you can see that it, it goes uh, up very, very fast.
And so we're talking about personalizing omega-3s and the omega-3 level for everyone and having these personalized tests. But you mentioned um, having it done in a doctor's surgery and going down that route. And I saw that there was a stat you put out um, from the World Economic Forum report about healthcare cost savings, and it's really substantial, isn't it? Yeah, it's actually for, for every dollar a consumer spends on an omega-3 product, $2.3 is being saved in the healthcare system. So you can wow. say that, I mean, it will be, it will be profitable for the government to subsidize omega-3 supplements because they will save that money and more of it, you know, in the hospitals because it reduces those risks or those lifestyle diseases that is becoming just a bigger and bigger burden for, for society today. Sorry, bear with me. I was just looking for my next question. <laughs> Don't worry. So once we've got everyone aware of their omega-3 levels and that the vast majority of us need to do something about it, what's the best way for consumers to do that? I mean, pill fatigue is a real problem. Hmm. Yeah, and, and that's where kind of we come in as AK Biomarin and as a krill you know, producer and supplier. So, so we, I mean, we are taking on a mission here to educate on omega-3 index, you know, and the importance of omega-3s. And, you know, we are... We're only a small part of the overall omega-3 mar market. I mean, you know, a couple of percent of the total omega-3 market. That's us. But we are taking on the mission to educate the whole world about this mm. topic. And the reason why that's going to make business sense for us also is that, you know, our science, our data shows that the most efficient way to increase your omega-3 index is to take the omega-3 in the phospholipid form. Uh, in addition to that, the phospholipid form makes it more tolerable for the consumer, so you don't get the burp back and, and, and the fishy aftertaste you often got from omega-3 supplements. So yeah, the dreaded use... fishy burp. Exactly. So by using a krill, you will actually you can have a smaller pill, and you don't get that unpleasant uh, aftertaste. So we believe that if we can educate people the importance of omega-3, the best solution for those consumers will actually be krill. And it will have great impact on our business if we're able to educate on the importance of omega-3s. So that's, that's how we tie in there and why we are actually investing relatively big dollars in, in a campaign like this, even if it's just a small part of the market today. And storytelling is such an important marketing strategy as well. I really think your video is going to work. Yeah, and, and, and we really believe, I mean, I think a lot of, I mean, life is about balance is what we're talking about. I mean, so many things in our lives go so fast today. You know, it's it kind of everything is just fast information, fast information, just to kind of sit back and kind of have slow communication. What this movie is about, I think really we can we can we can stand out, and make a difference. And uh, although it's a kind of an expensive production, we are not we are not spending money putting it on TV. We are actually betting on that people will be touched by the movie and they will share it with their friends and they will share it with their friends and then we're going to have a viral effect uh, and and spread the word that way. Matt, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. It's a pleasure to join you. You can learn more about Omega-3s on our website, vitafoodsinsights.com, where you can download the January edition of our digital magazine, The Widespread Appeal of Omega-3s. Follow us on Twitter at VF underscore insights, where you can tell us all about your Omega-3 index level scores. And remember to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening to today's podcast brought to you by Vitafoods. For additional podcasts featuring industry leaders and experts, visit naturalproductsinsider.com.